You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, each week we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper, and let's get started. This week in our Business Builder segment, Michael and I will be talking about how you can leverage your message into a range of products and services that serve a diversity of clients. But that's up in a bit in our Business Builder, so stay tuned. First up today, we're going to be focusing on one of the secrets discussed in our upcoming book, Turn Knowledge to Profit, The Six Secrets of Successful Speakers, Coaches, and Authors. On today's show, Michael and I will be talking about how mindset generates success. Having a positive mindset is arguably the most important characteristic of successful entrepreneurs. Seeing opportunity in every situation and being able to leverage your failures and turn them into learning experience is key to sustained success. I'm really excited to explore this topic that I'm so passionate about in more depth. And what I'm going to do is ask Michael to share just a little bit about the book and this upcoming project. I'm so excited. Well, thanks. And it, this is this topic in particular is really exciting. Mindset really sort of at the core of everything. But the idea really behind the book, Turn Knowledge to Profit, The Six Secrets of Successful Speakers, Coaches and Authors comes out of this podcast. At this point, we've now interviewed more than a 100 successful entrepreneurs, and we've seen some clear trends or some clear secrets or strategies that a vast majority of them have shared. And so we really wanted to get that out to people so they could really learn from the experiences of all these really great entrepreneurs. It's a little bit like Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. And if you haven't actually read that book, then you know I would encourage you to get it. You can get it on Kindle for a couple of bucks. It's just a really great book. Um, but basically, his um, philosophy was in order to, if you wanted to be rich, what you needed to do was study those people who were already affluent and then figure out what it is they were doing and then do that whatever that was. Well, he was able to interview a number of uh, very successful entrepreneurs, and he came out with some uh, very uh, really sort of core beliefs of these entrepreneurs. And one of the things that comes out in his book is the whole idea of masterminding, which really wasn't well known before that book, but that really sort of led off the whole mastermind idea that's really caught caught fire in the last uh, number of years. 
So it's really a very powerful book. And then we wanted to do the same thing for entrepreneurs, especially for speakers, coaches, and authors, because there's so many of them out there that um, are struggling or are looking for, you know, how can I grow my business? How can I get more clients? How can I really be as successful as I know I can be? And so that was the genesis of it. That was the basis of it. And we found that uh, there were these six secrets. And in, in a, the past episodes, we've reviewed uh, the first five, and we're going to talk about the sixth one, Mindset, um, today. Well, I'm really excited about this conversation. Um, and I really want to look a little bit more deeply inside the pages of our upcoming book, Exploring the Six Secrets. and. This is really to give you a preview and to share some of the stories, share some of the things that we've been talking about, some of the discoveries. I was sharing with Michael as I was reading the draft of the book. I even had some ahas, some breakthroughs, things you know, but because you're at a different point in your learning and in your development, what you need to hear appears for you. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at the sixth and final secret, Mindset Generate Success. But before we get into that, I'd love to have you share, Michael, just the other five secrets so they can see how this has all come together if they missed it and hopefully go back and listen to the past episodes. Sure, absolutely. And, and, and as Janelle said, there's an episode devoted to each of these uh, previous five. So, um, you know, go to the uh, our, our page, TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com, and you can go to the podcast page and you can find them all there. So the book really starts out where I think almost every entrepreneur starts out, and that's with secret number one, entrepreneurs monetize passion. And the idea that uh, a lot of people will tell you that you need to follow your passion, which is true, but that's not enough in today's world. You need to monetize that passion, figure out a way to make money at it. Secret number two was value determines worth. And this really is all about how you can really charge what you're worth, how you can determine the value that you provide and really make that value proposition to potential clients so that you can really get paid what you're worth. Secret number three was, is, or is, networks create leverage. And this one, as I know you know, is so important that, that networks are really the way that you grow and, and develop your business. And it's so much easier to uh, grow your business when you have a strong network behind you. Success secret number four is vision attracts opportunity. And this was really sort of an exciting one for, for me because when I found that there were so many entrepreneurs that shared that idea of having a vision, knowing where you want to go, and that really just having that vision actually drew opportunities towards you, uh, it, was, it was really quite interesting to me. So that was a really exciting one. Last time we talked about secret number five, and that is persistence drives results. And, and really, it starts with passion, but if you don't stick with it, if you don't have that persistence, then it's very difficult to be successful. There are lots and lots of folks out there with get-rich-quick schemes, and in my experience, almost none of them make you rich. Um, though they make the person that's selling them rich, but they don't make you rich. So. 
really it's about there just aren't any shortcuts really it's about just persisting doing it week after week i mean we talked about last week how we uh in this uh podcast we're now over a hundred thousand well over a hundred thousand total listens well people ask me all the time how did you get to that number and as we talked about last time it was persistence part of it is just doing the show week after week after week after week um, we still get downloads from shows that are two or three years old and so it's just a matter of having all that content out there and so it's really persistence and then we're going to finish it up kind of it wraps back around to the the first one which is about monetizing your passion we're now talking about mindset and generating success and that's sort of like the wraparound um, really how your mindset can really create success or hinder you in creating success no that's so true and if you believe it's possible it is and if you believe it's not it isn't and i think that's really important i think that success begins with what you think and so many people i believe have this thought that the people that are successful just have everything going for them and what they don't realize is they really had a clear vision they leveraged their networks they leveraged their connections they were persistent all of the things that you've just talked about michael and i think it's really important for people to know that they can't do it alone and that it really is a step-by-step -step process you talked about the show it being you know over a hundred thousand downloads and we just had to say okay we're starting on this day we're doing the show here's how we're going to do it and i know we were thrilled when we got to a thousand to five thousand to ten thousand and you know it kept going up and it was literally step by step week by week and pretty soon you turn around because the one thing that we do know is time is going to pass whether you take an action or whether you do nothing so it's really about you know not knowing or thinking you have to have all the answers it's just knowing that you're surrounding yourself by really amazing people who can ask great questions who can help support you you don't need to know everything but you need to get started and have a positive mindset believe it is possible i think that's really important to believe that you can get there and even if you don't know how to do it it is possible for it to happen yeah, absolutely. I think this is one of the things that we found out when we talked with these entrepreneurs. Overwhelmingly, um, they believed that they would be successful. And they, they didn't think they'd be successful. They didn't want to be successful. They actually, at their core, believed they would be successful. And that was really their mindset. So they go into their business um, thinking that there's just nobody that's going to stop me. I'm going to be successful no matter what. And in fact, in the book, we have a number of quotes by a number of uh, famous people. One of them is in this chapter is from Ryan Serhant, who, if you're familiar with Million Dollar Listing New York, he's one of the realtors on that, that show. And he's been very, very successful. And the quote that he had, which when I heard it, I just, I loved it, is that he, his quote is, I choose success. What I do to get successful, I'll figure out later. 
And so I thought that was so profound that basically he said to himself, he set his mindset at a place where he will be successful. He's chosen success. And then he'll figure out how he's going to get there. But that's just so important. And it's really, as I said, overwhelmingly, um, the number of, of entrepreneurs we've interviewed all sort of come at it from that perspective. They, they don't even think about not being successful. It's really quite interesting. Well, I think when you take action, you have to believe that the results are going to follow and you have to be flexible and adaptable and be willing to make shifts. But you can't adjust if you're not in action. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people is they wait to have all the answers. They wait to have all the information. I was talking to someone this morning and she said, you know, I can't call myself a coach. I don't have all the training. I don't have all the experience and successes that other people do that have that call themselves a coach. And I challenged her because she's really an amazing woman. She's done incredible things. And when I started to ask her about it, she goes, oh, I didn't think of it that way. So I think a lot of times it's really taking a step back and looking at what you have done, looking at the pieces as they come together. And, you know, we make these assumptions about what's true and what's not true. And we're our own worst enemy you know, our biggest enemy is the, you know, one between our two ears, because we tell ourselves that, you know, things aren't true, that things go a certain way, that things happen. And that's really not the way it is most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's always interesting when we talk with people who are um, uh, coaches that, you know, you can be a coach um, you don't have to be the smartest person in the world to be a coach. I mean, the question you have to ask yourself is, do you know more? Are you more experienced than the person you're talking to? And if you are, then you can be their coach. Um, you know, I'll, again, as you had said, a lot of times we get hung up in, well, you know, there's someone else that's smarter than me. You know, let me give you a clue. There's always going to be somebody else smarter than you. Always. You know, it's just the way it is of the world. There, you're, there's only one person that's the smartest person in the world. I don't know who that is, but it's not me. That's for sure. And so you really have to look at not are you the smartest person, but are you smarter than your ideal clients? Then by smarter, obviously, I mean not, you know, not just book smart, but do you have more experience? Do you have uh, better methodology? Do you uh, have you been in more situations? Do you have more um, uh, book learning, if you will? I mean, so, you know, if you do, then you have something to share with them. You can help them. And that's the thing I think you have to remember. And again, if you go back to this idea of mindset, that's really what's in your mind. You have to come to the conversation with the mindset that you do have something to share. Now, it may be that you run into someone who actually is smarter than you or actually has more experience than you. Fantastic. Guess what? They're not your client. So move on, you know, or learn something from them. But I mean, you know, if that's the case, then they're not your ideal client. So, you know, if, but there are lots of people out there that can be your ideal client. It doesn't matter how much you know or how much you think you don't know. And, you know, a lot of things I know we've talked about this too, you and I, that we're always much harder on ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, I, in, in a former life, I was a stand-up instructor 
at uh, Fortune 500 companies. And I would go in and do these three and four day courses and then, um, you know, do the same thing the next week and the same thing the next week. And what I found was so many times I would walk away from those courses thinking, oh, that, you know, it just wasn't that good. It wasn't one of my best performances. I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I was on top of it. I was slow, whatever the issue might have been. I get back to the office. I look at all the evaluations that come in and they're all, this is the best course I ever took. This is amazing. I mean, this is this is incredible. This has impacted my, my job. And uh, I, I know so much more than when I went in. So all that stuff is is positive feedback but here i was you know my inner voice was saying ah, it wasn't that good i could have been better I, you know well you know i could always be better always and you should always try to be as good as you can but but the reality was is that my standards for being good were so much higher than everyone else's standards that i, I was always sort of my own worst critic no i think you're absolutely right and i think it's important to remember that when it's not the way that you think it should be and when things don't go as planned learn from that experience and build on it it's okay and I, it's also important to, to remember that we all have our own unique experiences and that put together with our book learning our training our knowledge allow us to have our own solution and our solution is not right for everyone and you and I've had this conversation too about you know attracting your ideal client and repelling the clients that aren't your ideal clients you're not going to serve everyone nor do you need to to be very very successful so I think it's important to just let that go and realize that be genuine be authentic and really believe that you've got something to offer. Yeah, and, and that's a really important part of mindset. It's not, you know, a lot of people think that having a positive mindset is that you're always happy and upbeat all the time. Well, that's not the case. That's not a positive mindset. A really a positive mindset means that you believe in what you're doing. Does it mean you won't have setbacks? No. Um, does it mean you, you're going to close every person you talk to? No. Um, is it, you know, is every person you talk to going to be your client? Or are, is your solution going to, as you said, is your solution going to be right for them? No. But having a positive mindset really is approaching it as if you do have a solution. You know you have a solution. Hey, if it's not right for them, that's fine. You know, I'll apply it to someone else and I'll learn from that experience with you because it wasn't right for you. So how, what can I learn from that experience? I know you and I talk about this all the time. And when we go to networking events, uh, you know, we'll, we're always refining our message, refining what we say to people, uh, looking at it from different perspectives. And we're always looking for other tools or looking for other ways to, to express what we do. And um, sometimes we're successful, sometimes we're not successful, but we always come away from those and debrief and say, okay, so this worked or this didn't work, what do I learn from that? How, how can I fix it? This this didn't resonate with people. I didn't get what I wanted from those conversations. So how can I change now to to make it more in alignment with what they're looking for? Mm -hmm. And and I think that's part of a positive mindset. It's not you don't go away down or thinking that you can't do it you just come away saying oh well that didn't work so what do i learn from that mm -hmm. and and how do i make it better next time 
It's absolutely an opportunity to learn. And you know, and, and I know that we could talk about mindset forever, but we need to take a real quick break. But I'm going to invite all of our listeners to stay tuned. When we return, we're going to talk about connecting the dots, putting it all together, and talk about what you can do next. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Hi, and welcome back. This is Janelle McCauley, and today we're talking about our book, Turn Knowledge to Profit, The Six Secrets of Successful Speakers, Coaches, and Authors. And on today's show, we're talking about Mindset Generate Success. If you missed the first part of our conversation, be sure and go back and listen because we had a great conversation on mindset and how it impacts your results and what you're doing. And I'd like to make a little bit of a shift, Michael, and talk about connecting the dots. How do we put it all together and how do we leverage those opportunities and the things that come up and really use them to build our success? Well, that's a great question. And, you know, one of the quotes that I absolutely love, it's one of my favorite quotes of all time from Steve Jobs. And he says, you can't connect the dots looking forward, only looking back. You have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. And I, when I look back at that, when I heard that quote, uh, it just really struck me because when I look back across the arc sort of of my experience, which is now going on 40 years in, the, in various businesses, what, what I find is that many, many of 
the biggest breakthroughs I've had or the, the biggest growth spurts in the business that I've had is when I've taken something I learned in one place and then later applied it in a diff completely different place. And so those were the dots. And when I was learning that thing, whatever that thing was, I had no idea of how I was going to use it. Just to what I was interested in it. I just thought, yeah, this is kind of cool. I'll learn that. And lo and behold, a year later, five years later, 10 years later, I go, oh, you know what? I remember that I learned whatever that was back when I could apply it here. And so that, that's connecting the dots looking forward. I couldn't connect those. I, you know, I didn't know what to do with them. I and mean, one of the ones, the examples that we use in the book is that I um, was at a conference. I was at a project management conference. Uh, at the time, I was working in uh, construction engineering, heavy, heavy construction. And I met this gentleman who was a software engineer. Now, I'd never had anything to do with software development or engineering, didn't know anything about it. But I thought, oh, you know, this he's an interesting guy. I, I We get along, so I'd like to sort of figure out what he does and how he does it and why is he at a project management conference and what does he know? <laughs> you know, I'm very curious about things like that. And so we spent uh, quite a bit of time talking about how project management was applied to software development. And I thought, wow, this is really different. I, you know, completely different from the way we were applying it in the construction industry, but still really interesting to me. So put that away on a shelf, and about eight or nine years later, um, I start a company with a partner, and we didn't start out to be a software company, but the opportunity sort of presented itself, and we decided to move into uh, creating an application that would um, focus on the neuroscience of change and, and rapid change within organizations. And so we could go out and hire a software engineer or a software uh, project manager, really. Um, but we didn't have the money to do that. So here I was and I thought, you know what? I, I heard all about project management in the software environment back at this conference that I was at. And so I pulled out all my notes and looked at them and, uh, you know, really had learned quite a bit. And he had recommended several books. I went and read those books and, you know, on and on. But the point was, is that here was an opportunity and we did really quite well, very successful in developing that software product, which is still selling in the market. And um, I managed all of that with no experience in project management of software products, but only because I had met that gentleman those years before. You know, I think a lot of people discount how information and knowledge crosses over to different areas. And I think a lot of the biggest innovations, improvements are things that people come up with that they've had another use for it. Because there, people always say there really aren't new inventions. There's new ways to use things. There's new ways to combine products and material and information and use it in a new way. But that's why learning is always key to that success, I believe, because you just don't know. So many of the solutions that, that I come up with in the business world or ways I see things are because I've learned it for another purpose, but I'm really good at being able to see the way we can adapt it 
to adjust it and have a new solution that'll solve a totally unrelated problem. And I know I drive people crazy sometimes when I come up with things because it's like, wait a minute, that doesn't belong here, but yet you can make a little tweak and it's the perfect solution and just no one thought of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're lifelong learners. I'm big believers in lifelong learning. And, and I think that that's really a trait that a, a lot of successful entrepreneurs share. They really just are always looking to learn something, anything. And um, it doesn't mean they devote lots and lots of times to to getting certificates or um, paying for courses or I mean, you, certainly they do that as well. But what we're talking about here is just taking the opportunity to learn from people. Um, and that's really, you know, if you think about it, that's really at the very heart of the business turned knowledge to profit. So uh, really how that business started was that we would go to these networking events and I, I was intensely curious about people's business models. I, I always have been, but never really thought about it. But so we were at these networking events and you know, the, eventually the conversation always turns to well, what do you do? And they would tell me what they did. And, and in my head, I would immediately think, wow, that's really interesting. How in the heck do you make, I was this is in my head, by the way, how in the heck do you make money at that? I want to understand your business model. I want to understand how it is you get clients. I want to understand everything there is to know about your business because I'm intrigued. You know, it's not something I would buy, but it intrigues me that you can find people that will buy that. And so I, I would start asking lots and lots of questions and, and just learning about their business. And, and, and so that's basically how Turn Knowledge of Profit started. We turned that into a business of learning about people's businesses and then helping them extend those and grow those businesses into something much bigger. And I think that that is really important is being a learner. I know you and I love to read. We're always researching. We're always you know, putting things together and we're really good at asking questions. And I was talking to someone this morning, you don't have to have all the answers. You just have to have really good questions. And I think sometimes we forget that. If you just ask a question and then stop talking and just listen to what comes out. I think so often we ask a question and we think we know what the answer is, so we're only half listening trying to figure out what the next question is going to be. And what, what I've learned is just listen. The next question comes naturally if you really intently listen to what someone is saying. Yeah, I know we talked about that in one of the other segments. I think it was on uh, networking. And um, that's so true. I mean, it's just so true that, that a, a lot of people while the other person's talking, they're sort of formulating their next question. They're, they're thinking about where they want to take that person. Mm -hmm. um, and as opposed to just listening to the person intently and really extracting from that where they want to go. And so it's, it's, um, it's really an important characteristic and it's an important skill for people to learn, to really just listen to that and take it in, learn from it, and then see where that person wants to go and kind of go with them in that direction. And so that's really part of having a positive mindset, really, really being in that learning mode all the time. 
Um, I know that we, we recently started at an exercise uh, studio. You know, we, again, we decided it's time to you know get in shape, and we've been to gyms before. This one was a little different, but um, I, you know, I was curious. We, I was talking to the uh, what who turned out to be the owner, and he seemed to know his stuff. I didn't know he was the owner at the time I, I started talking to him, but we were thinking about joining his gym and, and uh, I started asking him questions and he seemed like he knew a lot about it. So I said, oh, you know, by the way, is this a franchise? And he said, yes, it is. And I said, oh, are you the owner? He said, well, yeah, by the way, I am. Nobody's ever asked me that. And I said, well, I'm just curious, you know, I just, you know, why did you get into this? But I started asking him all sorts of questions about the business itself. And because I was curious, I wanted to learn about it. I wanted to understand how, how did that business get to where it was? And so, it's really that that unending curiosity that makes it possible for successful entrepreneurs to be successful. They just they gain that knowledge, and if they have a use for it right away, fantastic. If they don't, they file it away, and at some point, maybe they use it, maybe they don't, but it doesn't matter. They just like to learn, and that's really really one of the keys. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the thing to remember is that a positive mindset trusts that the dots will be connected in the future and then looks for those opportunities to connect them. You're constantly learning. You're constantly moving and also looking for the lessons in everything that happens. Doesn't always happen perfectly, but trust that if you're doing the right thing, you're doing the work, you've got a positive mindset that everything is going to come together exactly the way it's supposed to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's really the, the key to the book. That's the key to really success in, in entrepreneurship. I think we both believe that. And I invite all of our listeners to go to turnknowledgetoprofit.com slash book and check out the book. It's got some great stories. It's got, I think, amazing content. And there's articles from 18 successful entrepreneurs also that share their story. And I know when you and I talked to them, we had amazing conversations. We learned so much and their journeys. And I think hearing other people's journeys help you see that you're probably on the right path. It may not feel like it, but you know, you're doing the right things, but learn and check it out. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have you check out the book. Yeah, absolutely. Love to have you check out the book. Uh, the launch date is next Thursday, May 24th. If you're listening to this podcast before May 24th, we would encourage you to um, go on to Amazon. The Kindle version on that day will be available for 99 cents. So it's a fantastic bargain. Uh, if you're listening to this after May 24th, it's still a great deal. Um, the price is, is $6.99. So still for the book, uh, it's still a really, really great value. And we encourage you to, to, uh, to look into buying a copy for yourself or, or someone that you know who's an entrepreneur who could really use the, uh, the knowledge. And the one thing that you know, I love about the book is that there's the chapters and the content and then the stories, but there's also some exercises and activities to help you 
move forward and make progress in building, growing, and leveraging your business. So we look forward to having you check it out, connect with us on Facebook, and share your journey. Thank you for joining us today. We need to take another quick break, and when we come back, it's our business builder, so stay tuned. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder session today, we're going to be talking about leveraging your message. I'm excited about today's conversation because I think there's a lot of people that talk about leveraging your message, but I don't think they really know what that means or even where to get started. Well, by leveraging your message, what we really mean is that coaches, speakers, and authors typically have one core message. It doesn't matter if you're a sales expert or a social media expert or a writing expert, whatever it is that that you do, whatever your area of expertise, you have one core message, one system that you follow that's successful and repeatable. And to leverage your message really means to take that core message and package it up in different ways to serve different clients at different price points and different levels of involvement. You may have um, an entry-level course or you may have entry-level clients that would really benefit from a do-it-yourself course. Mid-level clients that might want a multi-part web course that you walk them through. And high-end clients that might really want to dig in deep in a mastermind or a VIP type program. It's, the, the key is that it's all based on the same content. It's just packaged in different ways and delivered in different ways to different clients. So 
how do people know where to get started? Because I hear over and over again, you know, I don't know what products to create. I don't even know how to create products. So they want to expand their reach, but they don't even know where to get started. Right. Yeah. We see a lot of um, coaches, uh, especially, but also speakers and authors in that situation where they're doing one-on-one coaching, or maybe they've expanded to small group coaching, but that's the extent of what they have to offer. And really what helps is to have uh, a product strategy, to really step back from your business. This is part of that thing where they say work on your business, not in your business. So step back from your business and look at what is the strategy that you have for developing products. Um, How are you going to serve those entry-level basic clients? How are you going to serve those mid-level clients? How are you going to serve those high-end clients? And really look at what makes sense both for you, uh, what you like to do and what you're good at doing, as well as what your clients need and the process you have to to deliver to them. Um, It Really, um, one of the things that we do with clients is we create a product ladder, which is a visual representation of their product strategy. Really shows them uh, the the entry-level, mid-level, high-level products, looks at what the overall um, income from all those products could potentially be, and how many people they could reach with their message. And so really that acts as a framework for uh, growing your business. Because once you have a strategy in place, then it's relatively easy to go out and create the products and allocate the resources you need to filling out that, that strategy. Well, and I know one of the things that's so powerful about that process that you take people through is that you look at what they already have and it's amazing how many people don't really understand what they already have. They've got bits and pieces and sometimes there's a way that you can put it together. Sometimes there's a way you can add on to it, but that really helps. And also looking at what are ways that they can create a product and then leverage that and expand it. And when you have a whole process behind it, you can do it in a way that really makes sense to start building your revenue and expanding your reach. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's really so easy to do for so many people. Let's say, for example, uh, you're doing one-on-one coaching right now. Could you package up that coaching into a multi-part web series that you take groups of clients through to sort of walk them through the process that you follow one-on-one in your coaching? So then once you have that multi-part program, could you then take that program and add on some one-on-one follow-up coaching to create maybe a VIP program? So you can start to see how you've expanded from one-on-one coaching to now a webinar series and plus a webinar series and some add-on group or one-on-one coaching. So now you've got three products and you can just continue to expand that same way. So I love it because it's not recreating a lot of things, but it's really, again, leveraging what you've got, what you've built, what you're working on, and really expanding your reach in a way that makes sense to grow your business. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not, again, not talking, as Janelle just said, we're not talking about um, creating all sorts of new stuff. Um, That's an area where a lot of entrepreneurs have some difficulty and they they start creating all sorts of things. They don't have a strategy and they don't stay focused. So really the key is to take that that 
core message that you have and look at different ways to present that that message so that more and more people can benefit from it. That's really the key. Well, and I think by doing that also, it really does help entrepreneurs stay focused because it's really easy to get, you know, in that um, shiny object, you know, shiny bright object or kind of squirrel and you're going in a lot of different directions because people are asking for different things. But by having a strategy, you can really tell determine whether it fits with what your vision is, what your plan is versus going down all these different disjointed roads. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's, that's right on the money that, that you really want to stay focused on that. You know, and a lot of people ask us, so when is the right time to start developing products or start leveraging your time? You know, is it ever too early or, you know, is it ever too late? And, and the answer that we give them that I, I always give people as well if you have paying clients, it's time to start leveraging your, your yourself, your time, and uh, your products. Um, you want something that you can give to existing clients as a follow-on. So if you're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, uh, a client comes in, you coach them for a certain period of time, and then they're finished. Well, let's create a product that or that they can move on to if they want additional coaching. You know, in that case, is there something higher end? Could you create a mastermind for them? Could you create um, some other type of, of product that enables them to go even deeper, learn even more about you? VIP days are another one. There's just all sorts of options on that end. The other thing is you want to make it easier and easier for people to engage with you. So if you're, again, doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, that's great, but you may be too expensive for a whole lot of folks to take advantage of you. So, and to take advantage of you and, and what you, you know. So instead of having that one-on-one -on -one coaching be your, your first thing that you offer, maybe there's something else that's at a lower price point that involves less of your time that you could offer to those folks. Once they've gotten a little taste of that, then they may graduate into your one-on-one -on -one coaching. So really, you know, as soon as you have paying clients, it's time to start leveraging. Well, and I know a lot of people have said they've tried coaching and it doesn't work. And we've had a couple of conversations recently about that. And oftentimes it's because the coach isn't matched properly to the person. But by being able to try what you're doing at a lower price point, they can really see the value. They can really help determine if you're the right person for them to work with. So I think it's a win-win all the way around. It is. And, you know, the, again, going back to the the one-on-one -on -one coaching idea that you know, I I don't know. Everybody charges a different price, but let's say you're you're you know 100 to 150 to 200 dollars an hour. Um, that's a for a lot of people is a tough decision. Do they want to spend two to four to six hundred dollars on a couple of hours of your time, or would they rather have your you know quote unquote whole solution in a webinar? Um, for two to four hundred dollars, you know, it's a little bit easier solution for them. It's an easier yes for them if they can get what they think is the whole solution. Now, you know, there's obviously things you can add on to that. You can do it for them. You can provide them handholding. You can provide them review and comment. I mean, there's all sorts of other things. 
but at least they get a taste of what you do for a lower price. Well, if you do the solution correctly, they're going to see how much value you're going to add and you're going to get an opportunity to be sharing with them throughout that training what else you can do or some of the common gaps that people have. So it's a great way for someone to really determine if you're the right coach for them. Absolutely. And, and you know, so so just sort of in summary, I mean, leveraging your existing content, that's really the fastest and easiest way to grow your business. It really can expand your business very, very quickly and without a lot of effort on your part. And the key is to really work with somebody who understands how to leverage your message. Someone, um, sometimes we're too close to it. So find someone that you can work with, that you trust, that can take your message and leverage into a number of different products. That's really the key. And, you know, I really encourage everyone to go to Turn Knowledge to Profit Facebook page and let us know. We'd love to know, do you have a full product ladder? Do you know what your next products are going to be? Or are you still looking to put one together? And if you're interested in finding out what some of the options are, I invite you to send an email to Michael at TK the number two p.com and set up a call with him to see how he might be able to help you and look at different options. Again, that's Michael at TK, the number two p.com and join us on Facebook at turn knowledge to profit. And let's continue the conversation. Yep. Thanks. I would love to talk with you. Please do email me if you have any questions at all. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on turn knowledge to profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for a future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits. <laughs>